Welcome to r slash true off my chest, where OP's husband keeps intentionally pooping his pants in public. Our next Reddit post is from Chunks of Melon. I'm thinking of leaving my husband due to him constantly farting in public. My husband thinks that he's hilarious, but he's not. Whenever we go out, be it to a restaurant or the shops or absolutely anywhere, he will fart loudly and then smirk or outright laugh. These aren't normal farts, mind you. They're loud splurts. They're wet. They're squelchy. They're toxic. And they reek like they were just risen from hell itself. People look at us. They avoid us. They judge us. I'm pretty certain there are friends of ours who no longer want to hang out with us due to the farting issue. My husband doesn't have a medical condition exactly, apart from a bit of a lactose and glucose intolerance. But he does go out of his way to eat trigger foods, such as sour cream, milk, and sourdough bread, so he can fart the best that he can. Lately, it's come to a head, though. I've noticed that he smells like rank fart for a long time after the farts have passed. I do all the washing in the house because I'm not the breadwinner, and I've no- <laughs> Oh no! I've started to notice a clear, jelly-like residual substance in his underpants that smells like curdled turds. Google tells me this is mucus. This has been going on for about two weeks now, and sometimes the fecal jelly ranges in consistency and is closer to looking like brown poo paste, kind of like Nutella. <laughs> So he's evolved from just farting to actually splurting turd goo and pooing his pants. He still finds it funny and he won't stop. I told him it is not normal for a man in his 40s to poo his pants on the daily. And he laughed at me and hand waved away the issue. I'm mortified by his behavior and embarrassed to be around him. I'm genuinely thinking about divorce, as he's a disgusting embarrassment, and I don't want to be with someone whose idea of a joke is to loudly fill his pants with gut butter turds. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is kind of funny, in a way. Your husband is shitting his pants on the regular because he thinks it's funny. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh at your misery, OP. This is repulsive. I have to wonder if, like... Is it really just a joke at this point, or does your husband have some, like, weird poop fetish where he wants to just poop his pants every single day because he just he just loves it? I guess he just, you'd have to love it, right? <laughs> OP, if I were you, I'd be out of there like a fart in the wind. Our next Reddit post is from Pink Orchards. He'll be surprised to find all his stuff outside on Monday, just like when he suddenly remembered that he was the father of two. After dating for almost two years and never seeing or hearing of any children, my boyfriend suddenly brought home two precious little girls. I came to find out that these are his daughters and they need to stay with us because their mother got into a car crash and if we didn't take them in, they'd have to go with the social services people. I should have kicked him out right there and then, but I just couldn't justify the girl's suffering. I took care of them, comforted them when they were worried about losing their mother while he was barely around. He expected me to carry the burden of parenting while he watched TV, was at the gym, or was just out. And I did. He never even once took his daughters to visit their mother in the hospital. He had an excuse every time I asked him to come with us. I'm angry with myself, even though I know that I've done nothing wrong. Tonight, he had the audacity to be angry with me, 
because he feels that I haven't been paying him attention lately. But no worries. The girls are going back home on Monday. Their mother has recovered enough for her to have them back. And then that douchebag and I are done. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. I'm a 21-year-old woman, and I've never seen my dad cry in my entire life. But last Saturday, I came home and found him scrolling my mom and my mom's friend's Instagram looking at pictures from my mom's engagement. She's getting married next summer with a big wedding. When he saw me, it was kind of like I caught him having emotions so he could finally break down and he started sobbing like a child, telling me that he's always loved my mom and that he's missed her since the day that she left. He told me that he's never stopped thinking about her since they got separated six years ago. My mom and dad met in college and they fell head over heels in love. They fell pregnant with me very soon and even if I wasn't planned, they were ecstatic and they couldn't wait to meet me. They eloped before I was born. For 15 years, the love my parents had for each other was what everybody talked about. Life goals. I had the most amazing upbringing with two of the kindest people who showed me what love and respect was. Until my mom's best friend from childhood, Karen, moved in with us after her husband cheated on her with her own sister. My mom did everything to help her and her two kids stand back on their feet. She let her stay with us, she made her her favorite foods, she was a shoulder to cry on, and she even paid for her and her kids' therapy and looked for apartments for them near us. One day, after Karen had been living with us for two months, my mom went home early and found her and my dad in my mom's own bed. That was the worst time of my life. Everything was upside down, and everything I knew about love and hate was turned on its head. Mom moved out that same moment, never to return to her home again. I wanted to live with my mom, but since I was 15, I couldn't really choose without putting my mom in an expensive and lengthy custody battle, so I accepted to split 50-50 between my parents. A month later, my dad and Karen became official. When I turned 16, I permanently moved in with my mom and only visited my dad one to two weekends a month until him and Karen broke up two years later and I could visit him more often. So now, my dad was in the kitchen crying and telling me how much he hates himself every day for what he did. How he missed my mom all the time, but then about his resentment towards her too. How she never gave him a chance to explain or even apologize. She just discarded him like he never existed in her life. She told me that the last time my mom ever spoke directly to him was when she caught them and said, Oh, how cliche of you two. She never talked or looked at him again. He was so angry about how she moved on so fast with a new apartment, new friends, new job, and new look. Meanwhile, he was stuck, not even daring to move from our home in case he would lose traces of her. I was shocked because that's not how I remember mom after the divorce at all. I remember her turning into someone that she never was before. All of her happiness and optimism just gone. She cried whenever she thought nobody was watching. On the weeks that I didn't live with her, her dinner was wine and microwave food. She lost a lot of weight and she worked all the time. She continued for years to go to the same restaurant that she and dad went on a date to every Thursday night. She still remembered dad's birthday and made pancakes for breakfast. And on their anniversary, she went to the restaurant they had their first date and sat alone. 
She slept in one of his t-shirts that she managed to take with her every night, and she still visited my grandma's, as in my dad's mother's, grave for her death anniversary. She went one day later so she wouldn't bump into my dad. She kept her hair long because my dad loved her hair. She probably didn't know that I knew all this because she tried to keep a happy facade whenever I was home. But I did know, and for dad not to know how he truly broke her, I felt a mixture of hurt, anger, and disappointment. I don't know if I can tell my dad about my mom's years after the breakup. I hate that he had the wrong idea about her being cold and unbothered. I want him to know what he's done, what he's really done, even though he'll probably hate himself even more. I also want him to know that she did love him very much, even after he betrayed her. Maybe he can find solace in the knowledge that she's mourned him for a long time, and maybe he should be happy for her now. At the same time, if he really didn't know any of this, maybe that was mom's wish. Maybe she wanted it to be this way. I don't know. She never was one to shy away from feelings and being honest with how we really feel. I don't know. Should I talk to dad? Should I talk to mom? Ask her for permission? OP, this advice is probably never going to reach you, but I think the best thing you can do is just try not to get into the middle of it. What happened between your mom and your dad is their business, not yours. Also, I gotta say it's kind of messed up how your dad, like, wants your mother to suffer. He cheated on her, and then he ruined her life. And he's sad because she wasn't more emotionally devastated. Like, he wants her to suffer and be miserable and cry and fight and argue and be sad. Like, dude, you already destroyed her life. Let her go. If anything, it's good that she moved on. Based on this story, OP, it sounds like your mom is a lot better off without your dad. Our next Reddit post is from Honeyed Spice. For a little while now, I've suspected my husband of cheating. I didn't have any justification for thinking or feeling this way, but I couldn't stop having this gut feeling that something was wrong. So I decided to keep a closer eye on him, and still I found nothing. For a long time, I was angry with myself for suspecting him and for invading his privacy. We went to marriage counseling, and I apologized for breaking his trust in me, and for a little while, all was well. I can't believe that I apologized to that lying sack of sh**. That wretched feeling never went away. I tried so hard to get over this feeling that he was deceiving me in some way, and I just couldn't. So I decided it was time to hire a private investigator instead of playing Inspector Gadget myself. Let me tell you, this was the best thing that I ever spent money on. Within a month, the private investigator was able to confirm my suspicions, but it was a shock to find out that he was cheating with his stepmother and stepsister. Not only that, he may be the father of his stepsister's newborn baby. I could have killed him, but I kept my composure and I kept this information to myself and I continued to act as normal as possible. Believe me, that was a very difficult thing to do. I slowly started detaching from him, and I even moved into our spare bedroom, and we continued to drift apart. I moved out, got a new job, and started saving money for our divorce. I got my life in order. Now, here we are almost a year later in the final stages of our divorce, and I still haven't told anyone. I've spent the last year preparing for our divorce, because I'll be damned if I leave this marriage empty-handed. I wanted to handle our financial affairs first because my husband works for his father and I didn't want to leave him unemployed during the divorce process. 
This bastard dragged out our divorce and fought me for everything, even things that were originally mine. But I kept my calm, and I won't say a word until I get everything I deserved. That's when I'll tell his father. And his father is not a man to be messed with. I've been assured the check will clear in three days, and it's over for Robert because as soon as that money hits my account, his mother, stepmother, stepsister, brother-in-law, and father will receive a beautifully written email with pictures and videos of what he's been up to. His dad will tear him apart. Count your days, Robert. And then OP posted an update. Let's clear some things up. When Robert's father remarried, Robert was already a 30-year-old man, so no, he wasn't being groomed. And his stepsister was 31 when she met him, so again, no one was being abused. Everyone involved here was already well into adulthood when they met and started to screw around. As for the money, well, that's money that he owed me, but he was being a dick about giving it back. I invested in his business ventures, and he refused to pay me my share. And that's just not something that I'm willing to let slide. You can't get a broke man to pay his debts, so hell no was I going to let him get unemployed during our divorce. Anyways, onto the aftermath. I sent the email as soon as I saw the money had hit my account. The first phone call to me was from Robert. The first words out of his mouth were, You evil I replied with, Your mama, and ended the call. The second person to call me was my stepsister's husband. He was just as heartbroken as I was. He asked me a ton of questions, and he asked for my divorce lawyer's information. We also discussed him getting a DNA test for all their kids. Through my brother-in-law, I found out that there was an all-out war between the stepmother and the father-in-law. He tried to kick her out, but she locked herself in the bedroom. Meanwhile, my father-in-law was throwing all of her stuff outside, and she called her daughter for help. At some point, the stepsister and stepmother got into a fight. The fight was so bad the neighbors called the cops. In the scuffle to separate the mother and the daughter, they hurt one of the cops and they were arrested. They're still in jail because neither of them have anyone willing to bail them out. The following day, I got a call from Robert telling me that his father almost ran him over. So he wanted to come stay with me because he's scared that his father and brother-in-law will try to beat him up. Robert is scared to go home. His dad and brother-in-law are pretty much camped outside of his place and have already jumped him twice. Robert's terrified. He tried to go stay with his mother, but she told him that he had made his bed and now he should lie in it. Opie, obviously I'm really happy that you were able to get your revenge against your husband, but I really wish that you had told your brother-in-law about this a year ago. This guy's wife was cheating on him, and his newborn child might not even be his, but you kept that information from him? That's pretty cold, OP. Our next Reddit post is from Simp for a Guy. I'm an 18-year-old woman. Me and my boyfriend, who's 18, were cuddling in bed together before I started goofing off and tickling him. He's a lot more ticklish than I am, so I have the advantage. He was laughing, talking about how it was unfair and how I should stop, and I did the whole make me thing, and then we started play wrestling. I grew up with only sisters, while he's grown up with three brothers, so he's much better at wrestling than I am. But I think that I was shocked at how easily he was able to keep me pinned. I trust my boyfriend wholeheartedly, and I don't think he'd ever do anything to hurt me, and even when he was pinning me down, he was giving me cute forehead kisses and stuff. So, it was definitely a positive, playful moment between us. 
I still find it intimidating that the strength difference is so blatant. I work out and I'm decently in shape, but that doesn't mean anything in regards to me holding my own. I'm slightly conflicted too, because part of me is intimidated by the concept of men basically always being stronger as a whole, and part of me is strangely excited that my boyfriend specifically is strong. It's probably an Ooga Booga Cavewoman thing about the idea of feeling protected or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I didn't have anyone I could share this with in real life, so thank you for listening to my rant. One story that always stuck with me, I don't remember if I read it on this channel, but I definitely read it on Reddit. A girl had been working out a lot with weight training, and she was feeling really confident about her own body. And she was, like, starting to challenge her boyfriend. And she, like, I want to say she challenged her boyfriend to, like, a weightlifting competition. But the boyfriend walked up to the weight rack, picked up the entire rack of weights with the weights on it, and moved it to a new location and was like, okay, so you want to do the competition here? Like, completely just casually. He was just moving it out of the way. And at that moment, the girl was like... Holy f***ing shit. I am not stronger than my boyfriend because I cannot pick that up. So if it's any consolation, OP, I think a lot of women have a moment like this in their lives at some point. That was r slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.